Yo guys and welcome to episode 17 of the Hoop Hendrick podcast with Sika and I've got Oscar with me. How you doing man? Not too bad man, how you doing? Yeah, I'm decent, I'm decent. I mean, you know. It's been uh, it's the end of the Premier League season. Mm-hmm. Um raw event for on the last day. I mean, so you know, unluckily for you, but you know, Chelsea and United they made the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Leicester unfortunately missed out. And obviously it's I we hate Man United, so um I know we we're all rooting for Leicester City, but yeah, I mean they, also they it. yeah, oh, it's I, I can't I can't believe I I wanna Eric, I saw people talking about Brendan Rodgers you know mm-hmm. bolt with job and I I still got a soft spot for Brendan Rodgers I'm not gonna lie yeah I, I, I might be the only Liverpool fan but mm-hmm. I mean even though we we did bolt with the bolt with the league it was a it was like mm-hmm. a, it was it's still one of my favorite you know league campaigns just because how exciting we were definitely you know and just the football world being played but it's it's a terrible job a terror i can't believe what they've done yeah do you see the start go on they were like they spent like 320 something days of the season in the top four mm-hmm. i think only only um my man city and liverpool spent liverpool. more time in the top four yeah than lesser city and my night spent 22 days in the top mm-hmm. four the entire mm-hmm. season yeah. Like it's just it's crazy. It's poor. It's, it's honestly poor because they at one point they were like fourteen points clear, and then now to think that it it actually ended up coming down to the lot. Like they were three points off City at one point, and then yeah. now to think that they didn't even finish in the top four, like that's crazy. The fact that United snuck third, I, I that's that's also ridiculous to me because, again, a couple like a couple like if you. December times, I thought it was Pochettino, Emery, and Ole all gone, like and obviously yeah. Ole, Ole not Ole, Pochettino went, um, Emery went, Ole stayed, but I guess the the the, the Glazers were, were justified in keeping him because he ended up getting them third. So um, yeah, and nah, Leicester bottled it, but to like, be fair, in- injuries did hurt them a lot, especially post lockdown. That's true, it did. You know, they did, you know, miss, you know, Chilwell the last few games of the season. Mm-hmm. Madison, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there was someone else to defend. Uh, so, got Pereira. Uh, suspended. Pereira, yeah, he Pereira has, he's, he's been out he's for been a long for time. ages, yeah. And yeah. obviously, Sionku's suspended as well. So, they were... And th- those are very, very key players, like, to the system. Like, you could see, like, obviously, Vardy ended up winning the Golden Boot, but his goals did dry up at one point when Madison was out because they lost that creativity... And the fullbacks as well were, I said, that's probably the second best fullback pairing after after you lot. It's yeah, yeah. it's probably Chilwell and Pereira. Like they they were having a great seasons, and see Pierre, Pereira had a tough injury, and Chilwell got injured after lockdown. So they're they're big misses to be fair. It is, and you know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, they're still getting Europa League football, but it's mm-hmm. just because they spent so long in there. I yeah. mean. It's just, it must be like a massive downer for their fans. You know, last time they were in the Champions League was 20, 2017. 2017. Yeah, they the, made the quarterfinals. The mm-hmm. Yeah, the year after they won the league, they made the quarterfinals. I mean, to be honest, even though I hate Man United, mm. uh, it's, it's, it's always better for English football when you see like the, the real big boys in mm. the Champions League. Obviously, Arsenal aren't there, but mm-hmm. you know, you know, you've got Chelsea, United, Liverpool... And mm-hmm. um, and Man City. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's good for it's good for English football. And like you know, mm-hmm. you know, if they win the Europa League, mm-hmm. if Man United win the Europa League, 
obviously that means that they get Champions League, but they're already in the top four, so they already mm-hmm. got Champions League. Yeah. That Europa League place goes down to it'll seventh, right? It'll, I'm no, sure it goes up to seventh. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah. So who's that? Sheffield United. That's us. That's us. Oh, if, that's if, if if we don't win their FA Cup. So what happens if we if they? Mm, that's crazy. What happens if it's, we? It's both difficult. Win? That exactly, ninth, that's what I'm that thinking. Ninth for Mike Gay. I, I, how does it work? I, I don't know how it works. I saw, I saw an article this morning saying that there's like how eight teams, how eight English teams can be in the Champions League and the Europa League, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there could be so many, and I mean that would be unbelievable. That would be it good really would because be because we dominated it last year, like all English uh, Champions League final, all English Europa League final. It's good to see that English football's back because, like. It's, it was dominated by Spain like for a long, long time. Like, yeah. I think before Liverpool won, I can't remember the last time. I think it was Bayern Munich in 2013. was the last team other than Real Madrid or Barcelona to win a Champions League. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. that, in that it, time. It period. was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then before that, it was Chelsea. So another English team. But So from 2015, 20, sorry, from 2013 up until 2019. Um it was literally all Madrid and Barca. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good to have the English sides back. And, yeah. Yeah, and we're talking about the top four. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a relegation battle as well. Yes. So, I mean, Norwich was already relegated, but then we found mm-hmm. out that um, Bournemouth and Watford were also mm-hmm. relegated on the final day. And yeah. as, an, as an Arsenal fan, I'm pretty sure... You, are you happy that Watford got, you know, relegated? All the, all the you know, the rivalry you had mm-hmm. with Troy Deeney and all that? I would rather West Ham are gone, but um, than Watford. <laughs> I, I I don't mind Watford, and and the thing is, what Troy Deeney said was true at the time. I feel like now our team's got fight, like under Arteta, but at, at the time, um, it's obviously Wenger during the Wenger period. It, we we did lack a lot of fight, and it's crazy. Ever since ever since he's said that, he's got sent off against us. He hasn't beaten us since then. He's got sent <laughs> off against us. He's missed penalties. Obviously, he did he did score the other day. Um, in the final game of the season, another penalty because David Luiz um, actually has the record for most penalties given away in the Premier League season. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that's, that's, a, that's a story for another day. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually I actually like Dini. I like what he does off 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 the like off the pitch. He's he's a brilliant guy, man. Like stuff he's been doing now for Black Lives like you know the Black Lives Matter logo. That's him that has it. That that's like got it copyrighted oh. for the Premier League. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, he, he does a lot. So, and w- when you look at his background, um, uh, man, I love Dean in it. I can't lie. I've got a lot of time for him. So, hopefully, they come back soon. Hopefully, he stays with Watford or he gets another club. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily feel like I, I'm happy we, we won to um, continue our form going into our cup final. But, like, whoever it was, I would have wanted to beat them. So, yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I'm I'm happy they're going down, not because of Troy Deeney, because I actually like Troy Deeney, mm. but sacking Nigel Pearson poor t- with two games left of the season when mm-hmm. they 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 were they were seven points adrift when they hired him in December, mm-hmm. he left them three points above the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. He won two crucial games before losing his last match. I forgot. I think it was to was it Chelsea. I think so. I'm not sure that he lost their last game after winning two in a row, two big mm-hmm. games. I think it was against Norwich and Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Evan, you sack him. You deserve yeah. to get. You deserve to get relegated for that. What are you doing? It doesn't make it's any true. sense. It's so true. Like that's why I think they're going to be one of those clubs where 
I don't see an immediate return for them to the, to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. I think just because they're so poorly run, I, I just yeah. don't, I just don't see it happening. And you, I, I mean, they, some of their players should leave. Ismail Assar, he should leave. Gerard Delefeu should leave. Mm. Abdullah Decore should, should leave. leave yeah. Dini, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe he'll get a move. I don't think he'll get a move to the Premier League. I think he'll probably stay with yeah. Watford. Because mm. I just I don't really see a team where he starts for who, you know, who would actually, you know, want him. I mean, I don't really see a team that would, he would start for, to what, be honest. What teams, what teams are coming up? Because I know Leeds don't have a striker. Uh, Leeds. Patrick um, Bamford, I Patrick Bamford. Yeah, but... but he's, he's, a, he's a championship striker. Yeah, There's some players who are just championship strikers. Mm-hmm. Like, they will bang in the championship. Dwight when they Gale. come Premier League, you know what? That That's a good point. Good, but but Dwight no, Gale, actually, I think... No, he, he gets goals decent. in the Premier League. He gets goals. He'll get... He'll get you eight, nine goals a season, which mm-hmm. is a a decent amount. I mean, mm-hmm. not maybe not for a number one, you know, starting striker, but yeah. Like, what, but, what, um, what teams are down there? West Ham. I mean, so West Brom are coming up. Yeah, um, they've got Mitrovic in it. Uh, no, that's Fulham. West Brom, they got um Charlie Austin. Oh yeah. And then I mean, it's the playoffs right now. I mean, if if mm. Swansea, they won't go for him because they've got. Andre Ayew. Yeah. Um, I know they've got Bruce, but Bruce is gonna, probably going to come back. Fulham, mm. they've got Mitrovic. Brentford, um, they've got Ollie, Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watt, yeah. He's been, been banging in the goals. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's Cardiff, but I'm, I, don't, I don't know who starts for Cardiff. Up top, w- what about um, the teams in the Premier League that just escaped, escaped survival? Like West, mm, West Ham, but yeah, he's not a West Ham type of they, player. It, it could, they, it, they spent 40 million on Halle. They got, they got to try and do something with that guy. Yeah, it's true. Um, but Antonio right now is... And Antonio's been... It's not going to... I mean, it's not going to happen It's not going to last, I mean. yeah, but it's just fun <laughs> to see it, though. Yeah. And... Um, um, who else? I mean... Uh, Apart Who's from Bright- Brighton, Brighton got? but they got more pay. More more, pay I like yeah. more pay. More you know, he's got right. ten goals. Ten goals in his debut yeah. season. That's, that's first solid. season in Premier League. I mean, that's 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 a good that's a good um that's a good amount. And now they've but, got but the thing Ad- is, Adam Lallana. It should help him out a bit as well. They got Lallana. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Creativity, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see uh, a move for a move for Dini to the Premier back to the Premier League. To be honest, yeah, it's a shame, but yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, he should stay with Watford, to be honest. He's not yeah. that old. I mean, he's always like 32. Yeah. He's not that he's old, I not mean. Not that old. Did you see that interview he had where he said the same thing? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, but yeah. Um, who else got relegated? Bournemouth. I actually... I actually... I don't feel for them, but... Like, again, Watford and Bournemouth, they were a good five-year run. Like, they established themselves for five years as a Premier League side. Like, they didn't go back down... Um, yeah. See, they, they actually came up together, but yeah, Bournemouth. I just, I don't know, man. I even though Eddie Howe got relegated, I still think he's too good to be managing in the Championship type of thing. I mean, you know what? He remember he was linked like a couple of years ago with the Tottenham job, mm. but I think you gotta put a bit of blame on him. I mean, they spent they spent a lot of money this summer. Mm-hmm. They spent a lot of money. They spent on Lloyd Kelly, Chris mm-hmm. Metham. I don't know how you say his name. Dominic Solanke. Mm-hmm. They spent money this season and they just haven't been good enough. They conceded a lot of goals. They didn't score as many goals yeah. as they did. Um, they scored like fifteen or sixteen goals less mm-hmm. than this season. So that you know, Callum Wilson didn't have the best season. That's Josh King, thing. you know, yeah, Solanke, they have, obviously. They have, they have a lot of forwards, you know, and they're, they're a very attack heavy side. And like again, Callum Wilson's been their main striker, but yeah, he 
once he didn't have the season like he did last year, it's always a problem. Like like we said in the last episode, like you need that that striker that's gonna get you at least ten to fifteen goals if you're in that. Like I, I think if Southampton don't have Danny Ings, boy, where no, are they? They're gone. They're, they're gone. gone completely. Um. So, yeah. They. How who out them lot? Who do you think is gonna get like out of the teams that got relegated? We already spoke about Watford. So Ishmael Asar is gone. Decore is gone. Delefe is gone. I can't think of anyone else. I think Watford. that's probably it for them. For and Watford. then Norwich, we've got quite Cantwell's gone. Aaron's. Um, I mean, do you see the Aaron's. links for flipping Bayern Munich? Yeah, they want, they want to buy him eighteen more. Mm-hmm. Jamal um, Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Godfrey. Godfrey, Buendia, 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 I mean, I I mean, that's that's a mass exodus, and for, for Bournemouth, Bournemouth. I see Josh King getting the move, definitely, Um, I see Callum Wilson getting the move, Mm -hmm. obviously Harry Wilson will go back to Liverpool, but I think we'll probably, he might go back there, you know, permanently, I mean, Mm. to be honest, and apart from that, I mean, you you think Fraser's done? I mean, Fraser, that's another reason why they went down. Fraser, firstly, had a poor season mm. and he didn't come back after lockdown because he coun't agree a, a, a short-term deal at the end of the season. So that was a yeah. massive loss for them. I think Fraser oh, yeah, comes he's to the Premier League. Obviously, he's a free, he's a free agent. agent. Yeah. Free agent, yeah. So that would be, be a good move for like a, one of the, like a, like a Leicester. A Leicester mm. or an mm. Everton side, that type I th- of 9th, 8th, 7th team. Because I don't rate that Harvey Barnes guy. He's shocking. What? I don't rate him at You think all. he's shocking? I think he's a decent player. No, nah, I haven't. I haven't I, he's out, out of the Leicester starting eleven. He's a weak link, and I feel like he's stealing a living. Like that. That stealing a living. That's yeah, a little bit far. I, I don't know why Rodgers doesn't start Demario Gray in that position. I'm sorry because that the amount of it's just the, the in the big moments he just does small stuff like that. That that is so wrong. <laughs> I I don't rate him at all. Like at all. Um, I mean, he's yeah. still he's still a he's still a very young player, Harvey Barnes, and you know he's yeah. got six goals this season, which ain't ain't bad. I mean, it's not bad. But what so is he? Like tell, 20, 21, 22 if, years old. If the Mario Gray starts, he's not getting at least six goals. I think he's getting. More. No, I think I think Gray gets six goals, but I, I, he's 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 quite an in- inconsistent player. He's a player that mm. you know maybe hasn't been given a true proper run in the first team but mm-hmm. he's someone we're, who we thought when we signed when he signed for Leicester like oh my days they got Demar Gray like yeah. he's going to be a big star but he's like he's 24 mm-hmm. now I mean he's still yeah. young but you know it's you're getting to that age on. where you need to you know start, start producing proper yeah mm-hmm. and he hasn't done so far so mm-hmm. I mean if I was Demar Gray I, I might be thinking maybe it's time to leave I mean it's been like three or four years I haven't really progressed where, where does much. he where does he go to like like a Southampton like what where does he go like a West Ham I don't know um, West Ham is too dysfunctional I know They're too dysfunctional uh, a Southampton that that might be a good move I mean who they got in the ring they got Redmond Redmond and um, Armstrong plays in the middle who plays on the left Buffal doesn't even start yeah it, it, that that's another one Buffal just reminds me of Adele Tarrat like them them like. He's in that build of um, like you know them North Africans. Just, the North Africans, yeah, they're just yeah, yeah. ballers, like technical. Yeah. Like <laughs> if 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 Buffal's on his game, yeah, it's like he, he he can rip up a whole team. He can like, but then he, you're not gonna get that often. But the only like the only like North, North excluding Salah, Mares is the only one of that build. Cause I wouldn't say yeah. Salah. I wouldn't say Salah's built like them. Salah's more of a goal scorer, 
Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like girl, but like in terms of the flary guys, like Mars is the only one that has the end product, like on a consistent level. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Bufal, like on his day, he, he's a problem. But why? Why do you think we see that with the with the North Africans, you know, the the, the Moroccan, Tunisian, mm. Algerian, mm-hmm. you know, the Ben Arthur's? Why do you think we see that with them? Like they have so much talent but mm-hmm. they don't stay they don't seem to like put it on the football field on a consistent basis i think i think they have ability to burn football brains they don't have it's the like ability yeah. so yeah like they can they can they have the ability to run past everyone on the pitch and do past everyone and they have the ability to to score wonder goals and they have the technical ability to there but the football brain just isn't like the decision making in in vital moments is poor all round play apart from like it's uh, like also off the ball like these guys are, like off the ball the movement isn't there it's just a football brain that's not there I feel like as bad yeah. as that sounds but that's the only reason I can think of it because like uh, ballers you can't you can't take it away from any of the guys we just mentioned they're all ballers so yeah what about you what do you think I mean it's probably the same uh, I I don't think they have that you know like that attitude to work work and work the, mm. like like players like with like Jordan Henderson just for example mm-hmm. that that drive to want to get better because you know he knows he's not the you know, he's not the best footballer but mm-hmm. if you just put in that hard work then you know I can achieve things and I, I, I don't know I'm just assuming I, I we don't know but we just have to I don't know just try and guess but like I swear what, and with those players they all have like mm-hmm. a signature moment like a like, like obviously we know Ben Arthur's goal for Newcastle. Yeah. Tarrap had plenty of those moments in the Championship and in the Premier League for QPR. Mm-hmm. And Buffal, I think in the first or second season, he had a mad goal where he just ran past yeah. their players mm-hmm. and finished off. They all have that like one signature moment. But... Yeah, it's true. But to, to get that again, what is... on a consistent level, is not there. Bro, it's, and you know, it's, you know Buffal, the, the French league, it's mm. a very suspect league. A very suspect league. I've I've learned to accept that of recent as well, and I I need Neymar and Mbappe to get out of there. Oh, leave! Please I, leave! Oh but, my days! Okay, I lo- thank you for bringing this up. I've been meaning to talk about this here on this podcast. Yeah, the PSG the PSG project isn't the league arm because they're gonna win that anyway. It's the Champions League, but every knockout in the Champions League they're missing a key player. Now this lo- this stupid Loic Perrin guy yeah decides to scissor Mbappe <laughs> in the final. Yeah. yeah. And okay, Mbappe, he, he could be back for the semis, but he's not gonna. This it wouldn't surprise me if Atalanta beat PSG now. Honestly, it I can't put it past them because every time last year against Man United, if if PSG have Neymar, I'm sorry, PSG go through. I'm sorry, they won two 0 at Old Trafford. They should have been more. And then obviously, Man United fans go on about that night in Paris so much, like Barcelona didn't go and beat them in the next <laughs> round. Like it's crazy. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah. So obviously, then United ended up winning in Paris. But again, no Neymar for both legs because he was injured, and he's always injured around his sister's birthday and whatever. And it's always some very, conspiracy. Very suspect. Very yeah, suspect. very suspect. But um, now now Mbappe's out, and it's a, it was an awful tackle. Like yeah. So I don't know, man. I just wanted to mention that on this podcast that I just want a fully fit PSG. That's all I want. But yeah, you 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 brought up Neymar, and that's the because I wanted to talk about Neymar. Mm. So since he left Barcelona, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think his stock has risen, dropped, or stayed the same? He's been at PSG for how many years now? Three, I would say. 
what what do what do you think about his you know his footballing legacy? Just what what the what the public think of him as a player? His achievements? Do you think it's you know risen? Like I said, risen, dropped, or just stay the same since his tenure at Barca? I don't I don't think he's dropped personally because I feel like he's that good and he's putting up the numbers. Um, so I don't think it's drop again. The league is so it might it might drop in people's eyes because he's doing it in in this quote unquote farmers league, but um, yeah. I, I he's just too good for me to say it's dropped. And in in the Champions League, he's still he's still doing all right. Like he scored against Dortmund in the knockouts, he's done all right. And when he goes away internationally, he's, he's still doing his thing. So for me personally, I still think he's he's behind Messi and Ronaldo is the third like yeah I, 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 I feel like the only person that's countering him is his teammate Mbappé to be the, that, that third and I, I don't feel like it's close like with anyone else really? I, 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 I don't feel like you can say he's stocked falling to be like he's, he's that good yeah no I, I agree I mean I think it's just I think it's just stayed the same mm. to be honest with you yeah I think he I think he went there Mm-hmm. To you know, have his own team and to mm-hmm. have a better chance of winning the Ballon d'Or now that he's mm-hmm. not you know next to Messi. Yeah. Even obviously the arrival of Mbappe <laughs> made things difficult. Mm-hmm. His injury problems have made it difficult. Yeah. Um. But like you said, I I just want him to get out of that league. Go back to Barcelona. Um. Or go mm-hmm. to Real Madrid. Come to the Premier League. Both of them. Because mm-hmm. um. But he's not going to be cheap. He's. It's not going to be cheap. Well, well, yeah, because, both both of them, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, and because he, um, I'm not gonna lie, I I was gonna question um, what Chelsea are doing now, like apparently they're even thinking about um, activating Oblak's release clause. It seems like Havertz is over the line, and um, <sighs> so. But I just remembered that they got a lot of money for Hazard, but it's, we forgot about it because of the transfer ban. So they've got Hazard money and they're a big club with a good owner and they didn't spend over the whole of last year. Someone, so it makes sense. Like Hazard, basically Hazard for Oblak and the rest of they're just spending as, as they would. So I feel like, yeah, that's something I forgot. But I don't, who can afford it? Like legally afford him? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, legally, legally that's, a, that's a great word. But to be fair, um, financial fair play is being relaxed. So, which is why as an Arsenal fan, I... There's no excuses, none. I don't want to hear nothing. Like, if we have a poor window, like I am, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Did you see yesterday Fabrizio Romano uh, tweet yes, about Arsenal yes. and Partey? Mm-hmm. So, like, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think about that? As bad as it sounds, yeah. Like, as a businessman, okay. If me and you are negotiating, Fizika, you own Liverpool. Okay, you own Liverpool. I'm I'm Real Madrid. Um, hey, Fizika, I'm inquiring about Mo Salah. What's the price? You, sorry, quick, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying um one 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 sixty one sixty. All right, here I, I'm so so I'm not gonna offer you one sixty straight away. That's just not how business works. You negotiate. So yeah. you're saying one sixty. Is he worth one sixty? He's that good, but I don't think he. If he was to sign some, I don't think he'd go for one sixty right now. He'd probably he'd go way, definitely over a hundred. Maybe let's say one fifty one one thirty one forty. Like you know what I mean. But yeah. you obviously you said one sixty, which is exactly what Liverpool should say. And then I'm I'm not gonna come and be like, yeah, here you go. Like it's negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially with the fact that we're trying to get Matteo Guendouzi off the books, which again I don't understand why. I love that kid, but you know what? 
what, what can I actually do? There's nothing we can do. If 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 Arteta doesn't like him, he doesn't like him. But um, so I think 25 million plus Guendouzi isn't the worst offer considering that his release clause is. Um, I think it's around million. 50. 40, 50 oh, it's million. 40. Yeah. Oh, okay. So to me, that's not a bad. And it's only, it's a, it's the first offer. So, and the window just opened. So I I, I feel like, we, I think, I, I hope, touch wood, that we'll get him. But yeah. So like when people are bantering us, it's like, yeah, I understand it's fraudulent. Like the, the 40 million, one pound thing comes to mind where, <laughs> to be honest, we ticked all the boxes like for Suarez. As bad as it sounds, it was, it was cheeky. But, yeah. like, people take the piss out of us, but the Suarez's release clause was a team in the Champions League, which you were, a bid above 40 million. And he's technically, it's, we've met all the clauses in the contract. So, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, Arsenal are the only club I would ever do that. You, you are the, I don't see, I don't see Liverpool doing that. United, City, PSG, mm. Bayern, Boston, Madrid. You are the yeah. only club that would ever do that. Forty million and one pound. It's true. <laughs> it's it's classless. It's a bit classless. Oh, it's a bit cheeky. Yeah, it's classless. <laughs> but you know, like, yeah, it kind of is what it is type of thing. So that one I can understand when people banter, but this one it's like it's our first. It's actually our first like proper official bid like to Atletico for him. So yeah. Um, yeah, and a lot of people, it's like when obviously we d- we're not paying uh, um, seventy two million in lump sum straight away to to for Pepe, and because obviously we're paying an instalment, which a majority of transfers are. So you what you think yeah. you think you people think PSG paid two hundred twenty million for Neymar straight away in one go, like let's let's be let's be realistic. So um, yeah, yeah. So every every club pays in instalments, but just because it's us, oh, uh, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you you get used to it after a while. So, but um um, that that'll be that'll be a great signing though if if we got Thomas Partey. So who's who's the casualty in your midfield if Partey arrives? I I don't think we're keeping Danny Ceballos. So I think it's Jack and Jack and Partey, and I feel like I feel like that's quite a, a solid base. And um, when Doozy goes, um, I don't think Ozil's getting a look in anytime soon. And then yep. Torreira, like to free as a free like holding midfielders of Xhaka Torreira and um, Thomas Partey isn't bad. And then for creativity, we'd literally have to sign someone. We're being linked with Coutinho, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, really? And every, the thing is, and that's what I spoke to one of, one of my good friends today. He was like, "Nah, he scores goals. He's creative." And last time was the Premier League was good, but his stocks fallen, man. And it's looking obviously we can't we can't afford to buy him, so it's looking to be a loan. But that loan is going to be the most expensive loan of all time. Something about Maybe like 10, 10 million or something. Ten million plus ten million for his wages plus eighteen million to Barcelona, something like that. So a eighteen twi- million. Oh yeah, a twenty-eight million pound loan. Like first of all, it better be two years. It better be two years. I'm not paying that for one year. And second yeah. of all, it's like it's a huge risk. It's a not a huge risk, but it's a risk. All signings are, but it's like. We, we don't know what Coutinho we're going to get. But I would kind of like yeah. him, though. Like, But it, I want Liverpool Coutinho. I don't want that the Bayern or... The, the, not the Bayern or Vasily Coutinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, so, I yeah. mean, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm just, you know, I still have fond memories of Coutinho. But mm. if, if we were given to option 65, 70 million mm-hmm. to buy him, I would take that. I'll, I'll bring him back. 
I really but would. Who like so who that's the, that's that's the a lot of midfielders who, though. So the he thing is, him. okay, we got Lallana out. Mm-hmm. I'm not really classing Milner because he won't play much, and plus he'll probably play left back left cover, back, right back more yeah. than more than in midfield. Mm-hmm. So Fabinho starts for me 100. percent Yeah. If Kater is doing next season what he's been doing the mm-hmm. past few games, Kater mm-hmm. starts for me. Yeah. And then that's where it's like, hmm, because we got Hendo, the captain. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got Genie come under the fire mm-hmm. a lot, you know. I don't understand why. A job for us. A guy, uh, that guy's a baller. You don't, you, don't, you don't understand the criticism he gets. Yeah, I don't. I really don't because I, I, the thing is, he's the type of player you have to watch the ninety minutes to appreciate him because, um, especially now his role is a bit different. It's not like at Newcastle when he was number ten. And for Holland, the guy bangs hat tricks. Like, the yeah. guy's a brilliant player, but because his role has changed and your your midfield doesn't get numbers. Like your assists come from your your fullbacks. Um, yeah. So. But he's someone you have to watch the full 90 minutes to appreciate what he does. I'd, again, the criticism, to me personally, unjust. Part of it, I think, is when when we have the midfield three of Fabinho, Henderson and Genie, mm. and it's like, ooh, Fabinho does his job. He, he does his job. But then when you have Henderson and um, Wijnaldum, it's like, mm. where are we going to get the creativity, the, creativity for, the creativity from the one that's going to kind of push the ball forward mm. even though that's what you said it's hard the creativity comes from 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 our wing from our um from our fullbacks mm. but it's like it, it 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 puts it puts more eyes and more pressure on those two but when mm-hmm. you pair him with somebody like Cater, when Cater that's his instinct to drive mm. forward with the ball mm-hmm. you know link up play all that stuff it takes the pressure off uh, Wijnaldum, so yeah. I think I think that's that's part of it because nobody wants to see that midfielder Fabinho Henderson and Wijnaldum. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, we nah. want to see a Fabinho, Evan, a Keita, Henderson, a Keita, Wijnaldum. I think mm-hmm. that's that's what people want to see. What about Ox? Let's see. The thing is, I, I like Ox. I really mm. do. But I think I think if he wants to stay at Liverpool for the long term, mm-hmm. I think he has to. Play on the right. I think he has. I, I don't think there's a future for him as a starter in the midfield. I think he loses the ball way too much. I think he's a little. He's a little too erratic in the midfield for us. Uh, he doesn't have the calmness and the coolness of of a Kater or a Wijnaldum. <laughs> no, <laughs> obviously he, you guys can't see, but yeah, you guys can't making see, some facial expressions. I'm making some facial expressions because when we had ballers like Santi Cazorla in our midfield, and people got onto us for not playing this guy in midfield, I rate him. But I'm sorry, like he's not tying Cazola's shoelaces. Um, yeah. I, like, like, what, do, what do you want us to do? Which is why I'm making these facial reactions because when I was saying this, especially after he left, I was I was a bit Arsenal fan. So I said, cool, innit? And he 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 got his, his starts in midfield and he's been doing all right and he's definitely a better player post um, post Arsenal than like than he is now. He's definitely a better player now than he was at Arsenal, hundred percent. Yeah. But everything you said, I echo. I echo, and especially where we we're not as fine tuned as you guys. Those mistakes are vital. It's not, and yeah, we, exactly, don't, we, don't have, yeah, we don't have yeah. a Fabinho to, to cover for that nonsense. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, which is why I I completely understood why Wenger didn't play that guy centre mid. It's the same fee, the same reason we have the same issue right now with Engzi making the announce. Like he's doing a fantastic job, left back, right back, left left wing back, right wing back, even yeah. on the wing sometimes. The the centre centre midfield is so important. So and important. I yeah. echo everything you just said, man. 
Yeah, and I think with someone like Wijnaldum, I think one part of his game, which I think everybody appreciates, is his ball retention. The guy barely uses the ball and he mm. wins it back a lot. And in the way we play and in our system, that means a whole lot to mm. get the ball back quickly and then, you know, give it to the fullbacks, give it to the attackers. But when you have someone like Ox who will, just loses the ball constantly, it just messes the rhythm up. And the last the two games, he's played on, on the right. Evan, he's got a goal and an assist. Mm-hmm. And I think he can do a job in that position. I think if we if he dedicates himself to that position, which I don't know if he will because he basically came to Liverpool to want to play, play midfield, yeah. then I, I see less of a need of a winger because I think Ox mm-hmm. can do well in that position. I mean, yeah. just the way like he played like, um, his, his assist for Van Dijk, I don't know if you saw it, mm-hmm. but he got to the ball and just one, one touch and then he... Breezes past um, whichever Watford player, whatever Newcastle player it was, mm. and then puts a great ball into the box for Van Dijk. I think if he does that on a regular basis, it's a it's less of a need for us to go for a winger in the summer. Mm. So, in that case, that means Shakiri no gone. The thing is, I like Shakiri, but he just he the guy barely plays. I don't. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I think maybe Klopp doesn't trust him defensively mm-hmm. to do a job. You know, covering, um, helping his fullback on the wing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, when uh, not last last season, when he came off the bench, he was doing bits. He scored like six goals. Yeah, five five or six goals. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if he's not playing, if he's barely playing, not even getting off the bench sometimes, not even yeah. being in the squad sometimes, mm-hmm. I can't I can't talk about him. I mean, he might as well just leave. And for him, he can start for a Premier League club. He can start for various Premier League clubs. Shakiri, so definitely, he should probably leave to be honest for his own career. So. Before we move on to, to the basketball, who do you want your club to sign? The thing is, I don't have any particular names in mind, mm. but I have positions. Mm-hmm. I think we, so I think our, our the biggest thing, we need a centre-back now, mm-hmm. even more so than before selling Lovren. We need a centre-back. Mm-hmm. We desperately need a left-back because when Robertson plays, when Robertson doesn't play, we're a completely different team. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Um, I still think we need a striker. Yeah, and now and now, striker. But uh, to be honest, I want to see Brewster first because this guy's mm-hmm. been banging in this in the championship, as you know. And yeah. I want to see him get given a chance because, sadly, I don't, I, I don't think I think Origi should leave. Mm-hmm. I think he, I don't think he's just he's good enough because he 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 will play a lot of minutes, but it's um it's it's too much of a drop off mm-hmm. when Origi comes in, Evan Firmino, or you know whichever one of the, the front three goes off if he plays on the wing or or mm-hmm. in up top. It's too much of a drop off. So, centre back, left back, striker, mm. and I think that's it. To be honest with you, I think if Kater does his job, then there's no need for, for getting a like a creative midfielder. midfielder. So yeah, I think I think that's free. If if we get that free, and I guess I'm happy with Adrian. It's just he, he the guy's done well. It's just that mistake against Atletico. It just it ruins things. Stuck for in me, your head. Yeah. It's stuck in my head. But you know who I take. Mm. Martinez. Of course, you'll say that. You don't. You're not touching my guy, bro. This guy, I love this guy. That save, that save, um, from Welbeck. Yeah. The back heel. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, and just how he's been playing since Leno's been injured. I Mm -hmm. think, I think he's a real. He's like a Fabianski. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was a second second keeper, but when he's been given the chance to be that number one keeper, Mm -hmm. he's actually done well. And I think I'll take him. Like when Leno comes back, you know, because Leno's been great. Let's not forget. He's, yeah, he's been he's been our, I think he's been our second best player this season, bar Bamiyang. Yeah. So um, it's gonna be tough because Martinez right now. There's a save he made against Trent. Was it Trent or who? who I don't know who shot for you lot when um when we played you at the Emirates. 
the save he made last minute. I don't know who smacked it. Someone smacked oh, it. I don't. I don't. Even and he saved what. onto the post. One. He's made some ridiculous saves, and his distribution is immense, and he's so quick. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, you would say you take him, and he, he'd be a perfect number two <laughs> for you lot. Like perfect. Oh, perfect. I think he's probably the best. I think we have the best collection of keep maybe or maybe between us and Liverpool, the best collection of keepers in the league as a two. Um. Yeah. Well, who's who's Burnley's second keeper now? Is it? Uh, because Heaton's at Heaton's at Villa, so I don't, Villa. I don't even know who they have. I, I ain't got a clue where Joe Hart is right now. I know he was at one yeah, he's point. Free free agent, free agent. Yeah, I don't actually don't know who their second keeper is. And Edison and Bravo is like Bravo's not too bad, but he, like he's washed. Yeah, he, he should have stood up. I rated him highly at Barca, but since he's been at Man City, he's just been washed. I don't know what the hell's happened Wait, to that guy. Was he starting ahead of Ter Stegen at Barca? He was, wasn't he? It was like he a was. Mi- he was. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. It. And Ter Stegen's like top three, top four in yeah. the world. So, um, yeah, it's it's well, it's definitely top four. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, so for Arsenal, oh, where do I start? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need we need a like we need a centre back like the thing is yeah like Louise is a very good footballer but he's not a good cent- he's not a good defender like yeah below average um and that's the thing and I feel like if you put a like I'm talking like if you put a very good centre back next next to Mustafi Mustafi isn't a clown but because Mustafi's been playing with <laughs> Louise like they did or like. Either, like, either one of them next, alongside a proper centre-back the other one won't yeah. be so bad so uh, we need a centre-back we need a creative midfielder like I, whether it's a number 10 or if it's, if it's a creative 8 like especially me who loves you lot know the way I love creative creative midfielders so not yeah. like like th- there's a picture I, I want to send you yeah of um, of Joe Willock yeah it's, it's so like, oh. like, I don't know if you saw it. You saw it, innit? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. The pass he played. Please yeah. tell me. You think Özil's not making that pass? He swallows mm. that. And obviously, where we're, where we're not playing Özil now, I, I can understand. Maybe his time at the club is done. Obviously, I'm 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 an Özil fan, but if his time's done, his time's done. I accept that, and I, I trust in Mikel. But man, we need to create something because as little as Özil plays, like in terms of creativity per ninety, I think it's only De Bruyne ahead of him this season. Like when Özil plays, he creates like. He doesn't work oh, hard, yeah. but I feel like it's. Only, I think it's only Grealish and De Bruyne, like per ninety, that created more than him this season. So, um, yeah. So we need a creative midfielder. Who that is, I, I, I can't tell you. Whether it's a Coutinho, um, which again, I, I I'm not. I, I kind of want him. I kind of don't because the thing about Coutinho is that what we're lacking right now is goals from midfield as well. Because yeah. lo- losing Aaron Ramsey, man, you don't realize it. We're losing creativity and goals. Which, especially the goals bit, like Ramsey was a very good goal scorer from from deep. So yeah, yeah. So we need a. Then obviously it all hinges on Abamyang. Um, whether we need another forward winger slash because if Abamyang goes, Lacazette, and, Lacazette, Eddie, and Enketia, Eddie and Enketia, same person. Lacazette, Eddie, and Martinelli are good. Like they can rotate the the striking option between them, and Martinelli can play on the left. Um, Obviously, Lacazette and and Enketia are straight nines, but maybe an, like a a prolific forward if Aubameyang goes. I don't know who though. 
It doesn't have to be a prolific striker, just a, a prolific forward, whether it's a winger. Yeah. I don't know. And then, um, yeah, I think, and obviously, your your out and out holding Matilda, which is Thomas Party. Like, that's the name I'm going to throw out there. Um, and for centre back, I, I can't even tell you who I want because who's out there that's available that we can afford? Because, again, we're in a horrible financial situation. So, I can't think, but. I do have high hopes for for, for um, William Saliba. Hopefully he's... Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's he, coming, yeah. Yeah, hopefully he can stay fit. But he had a, another decent season at um, St. Etienne. But, yeah, man, some players have, have impressed me. Like, Kieran Tini, I think he's, like, boy, I don't know how Scotland produced two brilliant left-backs at, at one <laughs> yeah, moment. Know, yeah. It must be annoying having your two best players play the same position. I, I, I don't know yeah, what Well, I do. think Robertson plays... Um, Centre back for Scotland. Yeah, they play, t- I think they play a back, a back three, and, and yeah, t- t- plays t- wing, wing back. Yeah, um, yeah. obviously uh, Bukayo Saka has impressed. He's he's got a new number as well. Um, but yeah, I need to get a lot of guys off the books. Mkhitaryan's got a goal. elneny has got a goal. Um, I'm not sold on Joe Willock. If he goes, I wouldn't mind. Guendouzi, I'd like to keep, but if if we're not gonna if he's gonna be like this next season, let him go. I feel like Urzel's time's up, but. He's on too much money. I don't know who is going to pick him up for that much. China. And yeah, maybe. That's our only hope for America. Um, yeah. Mustafi, as good as he's been under Arteta, I'm not going to forget the years he's put me through. He can go. Um, <laughs> the years he's put me through. Uh, honestly, man, it's true. Uh, Klasnak, uh, he, he can go. Like, um, Kla- yeah, Klasnak's got to go. He, if, if there's one player I could get out now, it would be Klasnak. Even quick over key. even over Mustafi. Even over Mustafi. Quick like with speed. Like I'd I'd <laughs> honestly contribute to his plane ticket to wherever he's going. Like <laughs> I want that guy gone. I, I don't know how how he won um player player of the position player left back of the year. Yeah, left back player of the year, yeah. Uh, the guy has not got a defensive brain in his body and offensively his end product is horrible. He's just strong. And he, <laughs> it's the the, the, yeah. the mistake the mistake against Tottenham, which is what it, you know, nailing the coffin. That is literally. It was literally like the cherry on top. That mistake. So yeah, he's got to go. Um, other than that, yeah. J- but our, our biggest signing is keep, keep potentially keeping a bang up a Bamiang. That is yeah. It's paramount. So um, then, other than that, other than that, I think we're all right. Does that? I mean, that's a whole lot, bro. That's a, it is that's a, lot a whole still. lot to bring in to, to take out. Oh I mean. uh, yeah, it is a lot of dead wood to get. It's mainly getting again the dead wood out. And just yeah. signing a Bamiyang, and then from there, like, yeah, we we build. You yeah, know that your ther- therapy session is over. I needed that, man. Um, we're we're gonna move on to the basketball, and oh. just a quick note: we were actually on the Hoop Stream podcast hosted by uh, our our friend Chikudi and his mm. boy Joel. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna come out in like the next couple of days. So just thanks again for those guys for having us on on the pod. And because uh, we spoke a lot about a lot of basketball, obviously it's a basketball podcast. We spoke mm-hmm. a lot about um, you know different basketball topics, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think we're going to do that today. But we got another kind of um, little topic. So 2021 free agency. We forgot the Wait, football we, we, topic. Say something. We, we we just did the football top. No, five. We, no, we can do that. We, we can do that okay. after. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can do that after. But um, um, yeah. So we want to talk about the 2021 uh, free agency class. There's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a big one. Yeah. Um, a lot of big names on it, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask you about 
the big names. So just mm-hmm. to let you know, you know, someone like LeBron James is a free agent. Giannis, um, Paul George. He's got, he's got a player option. Kawhi. Giannis, um, Kawhi, Paul George. Mm. They're, you know, they're, they're free agents. But uh, I mean, for most of them, we, we kind of know that they're probably going to stay with their respective teams. Mm. So I'm going to ask you players who are in a bit of a weird position, a position, mm-hmm. you know, weird for them, weird for their team. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they could be on their way for a you know, better situation or if the, the team wants their, you know, their money, their contract off their books. So I'm going to start off with um, Blake Griffin. So, yeah. Oh. What, what do you think? I mean, just to let you know, it's, it is a player option, so he mm-hmm. can, you know, resign if he wants to. Yeah. So if if you were if you were Blake Griffin, what 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 the hell do you do? Get the, the hell out of Detroit! Are you crazy? Get out of there quickly! Like to the point where even Drummond's gone. Like Reggie Jackson's gone. Big man, yeah. what are you what are you doing there? Go, please go, please. Like and again, I was um, that's Jacudi's guy. Shout out Jacudi again. Shout out the Hoop Jeans podcast again. Uh, that's Jacudi's guy. It really opened my eyes as to how good this guy is. Like, I think when healthy, he's one of the best power forwards in the league. And, yeah, he's he's been wasted out there, man. Get, I know injuries have, have been a problem, but last last year when he was healthy, it was amazing. I think he, he even went, went for 50 one game. Um, but, yeah. nah, Blake, please, 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 please get out of Detroit. Please get out of Detroit, man. Uh, anywhere, honestly. Yeah, so I think Oscar wants uh, Blake Griffin to get out of Detroit. Mm. Um, what do you think? Another another player in a bit of a weird situation, mm. DeMar DeRozan with the San Antonio Spurs. He's an un- unrestricted free agent, so mm. what do you do with him? I kind of want him to go back to Toronto. To the Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, uh, he's so built for them. And um, I just want to see him and Kyle Lowry back together. And especially now that they've, sort of built a structure and now that obviously since he's left Pascal Siakam has taken the leap um, yeah I feel like yeah you plug him like you drop Van Vliet back to six man you plug him in right back in there in the shooting guard position yeah and and I feel like now he can help Kyle Lowry play make because under Popovich his assist numbers has gone up he's like um, he's, he's improved as a player I feel like but um, yeah yeah I don't I, I, I don't know I don't think he stays in San Antonio but then again, who's... Because even still, I still think LaMarcus Aldridge is San Antonio's number one option. Like, it was between them. He's, he's like 30, 35 yeah. now. Like his birthday so, was a couple of days ago. Yeah. But he's still... LaMarcus Aldridge is still a bucket. Like, say what you want about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's a weird one for him. Like, I just think, yeah, it's either you stay in San, San Antonio and ride it out there or, or you go to... You go to back to Toronto. I don't see any other team that picks him up that's contending. Unless he wants to go, like go to like Charlotte, or something like that. He'll get oh the money God. that he wants, but who wants to play for Charlotte? So yeah, but like, say he goes back to the Raptors. Do you see any difference in their playoff performances with with DeRozan um, compared to when he was last there? Like, do you think they get better? Do you think they, you know, go to the conference finals, second round? I mean. Mm. Not get swept. Yeah, yeah. Well, LeBron's now another thing. LeBron isn't there as well. LeBron is actually yeah. the criminal of like Larry and DeRozan in the past. So, um, I feel like if you're Toronto, you you don't really say no to DeRozan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a weird one. But um, 
It's a difficult one though. Yeah, I I I just feel like he just fits in. Like they're gonna be the same. Um, but it's it's just only floor spacing that they lose. To be honest, from um, not starting Van Vliet, who's been amazing by yeah. the way. Um, oh, great and it, it's kind of a knock on him. Like he does, he deserves a start still. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, I just feel like Toronto, they got their win, and it's losing Kawhi and even Danny Green, who who doesn't really get spoken about enough. He's a season, he's a season vet. He starts anywhere in this league, like that that three uh, and D. So, um, yeah, apart it's, from Golden State, yeah, because Clay, yeah, yeah, he doesn't start there, um, and uh, and the Clippers. Mm, well, he's like. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You're right. But he would fit in. Like, he can... Okay, I see he fits in. Every, but everywhere else, I mean, I'm yeah. just talking about, like, some of the great players in the game. But everywhere yeah. else, he will, he will start, really. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, so... No, Utah. He doesn't start Utah. Nah, but put, put Donovan Mitchell point guard. Be- bench Conley quickly. Quick, quick, <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Put Mitchell point guard and play Danny Green. I'm sorry. That... Um, Mike Conley, I don't know what happened to him. I was so happy for that. I was like, yes, yeah. Mitchell's finally getting Such a, a point move. guard. Mm. Man. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know about DeRozan, man. That, that's a difficult one. But yeah. And another one on this list, which is, this is a real difficult one, I think, for mm. this team. I don't know what they're going to do because this guy's earning basically $32 million. Mm-hmm. He's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent as well. Gordon Hayward. With the Celtics, what what do you do with Hayward? I, if I'm the Celtics, I, I maybe you sign and trade, or um, I basically you don't keep him. I feel like because, again, that's too many mouths to feed, man. And especially with, like, I feel like playing all three of them, um, him, Tatum, and Brown is a lot of wings. Um, yeah, I feel like. It's, it's heartbreaking because he got his big move to, to Celtics and then he broke his leg in the first game. And yeah, first he's, he's come back and he's been all right. But Tatum and, and Brown since then have taken the leap. And it's it's a Tatum and Brown team, if I'm honest. And they could get... They they, they need a big. Like, they could... That could literally... That oh, trade, yeah. The money he's on, that could literally sort out. Get them even a nice little power forward. You know what I mean? Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't think you keep him personally. But where does he go? I couldn't tell you. Uh, I mean, there's... I mean, a, a contending team, small forward. I mean, it's such a stacked position in this league. Maybe maybe you Utah would be nice if you could go back. Him, he's him. also a small forward for the... Is it Will Barton? No, he's a shooting guard. Uh, I swear he plays for for the Nuggets. Oh crap! Yeah, you're right. He's the Nuggets. They have. Um, I always get mixed up between have, the Nuggets have, and the they, Jazz. They have Bogdanovich, but he's been playing the four, and then they have Joe Ingles, yeah. and uh, Joe Ingles has been playing the three. I lo- I do love a bit yeah. of Joe Ingles, and they have um, O'Neal off the bench. But I feel like oh Royce O'Neal, yeah, yeah, maybe you plug him straight back in, and I, it seems weird. Like I, I put DeRozan, I tell him to go back, and Hayward, I tell him to go back, but. I'm trying to think of where else could he go? Maybe, maybe I'd like to see him with like maybe like um, Minnesota. Maybe that could be a nice little fit. Give Cat and Deloitte oh. some help. Like that'd be a nice little fit because apart from, 
I don't really see who's on that roster apart from deloading and Cat. Like obviously they've got Akogi, Culver, um, Hernan Gomez. Um, did Saric play for them or did he go to the Suns? He went to the what? The, yeah, yeah, the NBA, the, the, the trades. I mean, it's 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 difficult to keep up with them. I'm not gonna yeah. Lie. So m- maybe you, maybe you fit him in there. Um, but um, yeah another option and this is a really interesting one for this player because mm-hmm. I don't know he might you know decide to bet on, bet on himself but he's earning 11 million dollars mm. he's got a player option mm-hmm. and that's Spencer Dinwiddie again it's a start, that's a starting point guard in this league man starting point guard in this league yeah Um, but I feel like he would kind of want to finish the project with KD and Kyrie um Obviously, I feel like that one will be one for him to answer once he's got the season with KD and Kyrie under his belt. See how we, how they gem together. Um, and yet to see how it goes after next season. Because, again, like this season is pretty much a write-off of the Nets. Especially when their stars are not going to not going to the bubble. They literally just literally... A lot of their players aren't going to the bubble. So, yeah, um, I feel like he would have a very good indication next year. Like maybe let's say if they get if the if the Nets get close, like because again that that's gonna add a another dimension to the East which we haven't seen now. Like when when KD and Kyrie come back, like they're contender. So um, if they get close, like let's say, like um, they lose in the conference finals or even in the NBA finals, maybe he tries to run it back, or maybe he looks for more money elsewhere because again when you have um, KD and Kyrie on, on on your roster. There's not much, not much rest of the salary crap you can be giving away just like that. So, it's up to him. Honestly, it's up to him. And there are rumors that the Nets could end up trading Dinwiddie and Levert for you know a third star, and the third star that's been talked about is Zach Levine. Levine. And that would be kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, crazy. I think you should leave Chicago, man. They're just bums. I love Levine. I do love Levine. Um. I would have thought they would have gone for like Bradley Bill. But then again, I feel like that's, Brad- that's, a, that's another name. Bradley Bill's going to want to run it back now that John Wall's back. Maybe he's going to want to try to run it back with John Wall. Um, I think he would, yeah. I, I lo- of, they, they seem real loyal, those, yeah. those two. I, I, I love those two. I, I love John Wall. Um, I want to see how he's going to come back as well. Um, mm. But yeah, um, that would be a great move though for, for both parties. Cause, um, but then again, like if you're Dinwiddie getting stuck out in Chicago from a, from a contending team, yeah, he'll make more money. Like, no, obviously not through the trade, but eventually, like, yeah, uh, free agency. But like, that's a bit dead. Still, I can't like, and and um, they're already a stacked point guard team. They've got Kobe White coming through. They've got um, they've got Chris um, Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. They've got the the guy with the long name, the European guy. Um, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Archer, Ar- Archie, Archie Nakano, Archie. You know what I mean, innit? Archer, yeah, yeah, I know. I know yeah, what you're him. About. So it's it's ready, and then you're gonna give them Levert and Dinwiddie. That's so what? Like, what sort of roster is that? Literally, yeah. what? <laughs> like five. It's like the guards. guard version. It's like the guard version of, of, the, of the New York Knicks with the power yeah, forwards. forwards. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, again, I feel like the most point guards you can have is free, like that of quality, because. Um, we've seen we've seen how it's working well with um, OKC with Dennis Schroeder, Shea, and Chris Paul. But um, 
And those are two that are going to be free agents as well, Chris Paul and, and, and Dennis Schroeder. So I'm actually yeah. looking forward to, to 2021 free agency, you know. Um, yeah, but um, if I'm doing with the... I just say, yeah, he got to play... Obviously, he's, a good, he's still got to play out the last year anyway. See how it works with KD and Kyrie and then make the decision from there. But if he gets traded, boy, nothing can do. Yeah. And I'm going to go for one last name. Mm. And that is... Rudy Gobert, what the hell do you do with him? He's earning twenty five million. I mean, two time, you know, winner of Defensive Player of the Year award. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's been obviously tension between him and Donovan Mitchell because of the whole coronavirus. Um, I think they're on a respectable, you know, level now. I don't think it's ever gonna be like a personal relationship because of what's happened, and that's kind of understandable. Mm. But if you're if you're Utah, do you stick with him? And because you've got a real team there, or do you just you know try and cut your losses, not it's trying diff- to mess up the whole team dynamic? It's difficult because we are talking about one of the top five centers in the league. Um, it's a difficult one, but I'm I'm always of the uh, assumption that you kind of want your best players to get along, and if if you're Utah, if you have to pick one of Mitchell or Gobert, I'm picking Mitchell. So. Yeah. Um, I suppose, again, it's kind of one where you want to see how they, they gel this playoffs because, again, it's another big it's going to be another big playoff run for them, pr- providing they make it, which they probably will, um, and see how it goes. But for me, uh, yeah, um, but then again, who do you, who do you get if you're, if you're Utah, like, to replace him? And he's on quite a big, quite a big salary, so it will free up some space if, if he leaves in free agency, but... Again, and where does he go? Like, where does he go? I can't tell you that. Celtics? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a great move. That's a great move. Oh, that defense is crazy. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Tatum, and Gobert. Tatum, Brown, yeah. Oof. Oof. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. But then, I mean, Utah, they're not going to get rid of him. Maybe that's a trade. We literally just said that. Gobert and um, Gordon Haywood. Haywood. Yeah, mm. that could and happen. and the money is close. I'm pretty sure, right? Because yeah, um, Hayward's Gordon earning Hayward's like just six million more. Yeah, so you can make that work. Yeah, you can throw in, throw in as you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe you know. I feel like that kind of fits both parties, but then, like, that's gonna be a huge gap for for the, the Utah like to fill. For Utah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that would only happen if things are if if Mitchell goes in and says. Listen, trade him or I'm demanding a trade. I think that only yeah. happens if it gets that far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, it's nice to you know think about and mm-hmm. see you know what could happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is that that's that's basically. I mean, there's so many other players on that. We had, we didn't mm-hmm. even mention like Kawhi the, the and Kyle Lowry and yeah. Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. So many of them. JJ but Redick. yeah, those are the JJ Redick. Mm. Um, but those are the contentious ones, and um, obviously the NBA coming back in. I think it's two days now mm-hmm. when you know the the seeding games begin. That's going to be great for us. We can actually watch them. You know, stay up and mm-hmm. watch these games open at night. Clippers versus Lakers. So it's going to be great. Uh... And um, to finish off the podcast, mm-hmm. we're doing. You know, we we have our top five kind of thing mm-hmm. um, theme that we do during our podcasts, and we're bringing it back, and we're doing. The topic of top five 
kit numbers, football to be specific, to be mm-hmm. retired. Obviously, yeah. it's a much more common thing in basketball. We see mm-hmm. loads of retired numbers, you know, in in the in the arenas, in the banners. Mm-hmm. But we rarely, rarely see it in football. We see it for either an extraordinary career, you know, mm-hmm. you spend like a twenty years of a club, or if a player, you know, passed away mm-hmm. to pay tribute, or you know, if you play 40 times and then you, you get sold for 23 million, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's, oh, it's so stupid what Perbicum did. I know. Um, but yeah, we've got this list. Um, so, Oscar, you can go first with your number five. My number five oh, is... Um, I'm going to go David Silva, number 21 for Man City. It's fresh, ah, okay. fresh, fresh in the mind. Um, by the way, what a baller that guy's been. Ten years at the club. Um, yeah, four-time Premier League winner. Um, boy, absolute baller. And I feel like he's the start of their their like their their era, their Premier League era, the golden generation. Uh, he's been there for throughout the whole of it. It's actually been good, and he he didn't fall off like your Yaya Torres or even your companies. He's been he's still playing at a starting level now. Like he starts for Man City now. Um, yeah. Uh, what a player he's been and I feel like foreign players don't really get honoured in our league um, but he's one of them that he's he's not not only a man he's a Premier League legend now man 10 years in this in this thing for 10 years 4 leagues like that's that's amazing um, yeah so I feel like Man City should honour him and retire the 21 yeah, I mean they have a they have a number of players they can do that for. Mm-hmm. You know, Aguero when he leaves, mm. I mean companies already left. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a great shout. But I'm not gonna like you know where we were talking about before and we were saying how we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I, I I did it differently. I'm not gonna like I did okay. it with like the club, the clubs, okay. the clubs number, not the specific mm-hmm. player. But obviously I'm gonna talk about the players. Yeah, because that's what they wore. So number five, I'm mm-hmm. going for um, I'm going for the Barcelona number fourteen. Number fourteen. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were gonna say the ten. Ah, uh, wait, wait, just, just wait a minute. Okay. But the fourteen, I only, mm-hmm. I only did it because of Cruyff. Yeah. I mean, Cruyff. I mean, he wore number nine as well mm-hmm. because there was a there was a rule for a while you can only wear one to eleven, so mm-hmm. he chose nine. But obviously, we know the number fourteen is synonymous with Cruyff for Ajax mm-hmm. and for Netherlands. Yeah. But just because of his influence on Barcelona, mm-hmm. being a legendary player. Legendary manager, legendary fig- legendary figure, you know, um, his his style of football is what Barcelona play today, the total football mixed mm-hmm. with the tiki-taka. Um, the influence on La Masia, I think, I think that's something that they need to do. Ajax have already, and obviously him not being with us anymore, mm. Ajax have already retired his number. They named, they renamed their, their, um, their stadium, the Johan Cruyff Arena. Arena. Mm. So I think, um, Barcelona. I mean, I, they've. Already, I, I just think they should do it. To be honest with you, I mm-hmm. mean, the number fourteen, it's always going to be linked with Johan Cruyff, and mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if there's a figure, um, like Cruyff who is more influential to a club like Barcelona. Do you know? What I try, do you know? Do you know? Do you know what I mean? There isn't. Like, the, the as clo- a player, cl- as a manager, you, you can um, you can say it's Pep. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, as you said, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I mean, he's probably I would, I probably put him higher, but it's just because for my other ones, there's you know probably more players mm-hmm. for for the for the kit number, but yeah, Barcelona number fourteen, I think should be retired. 
Okay, yeah. Um, and yeah, that was literally my next pick. So literally, same thing. Johan oh, okay. Cruyff number fourteen. Um, for for Barcelona. Um, yeah, echo everything you said. It's just the the people talk about like certain things in football that change the game, but he changed the game. Like, there's certain people that like leave an impact, and he's one of them. Uh, obviously, as a player, as a manager, just as a figure. Um, well, you could almost say as a culture, like Cruyff is just yeah, something yeah. else. And um, yeah, I feel like Barcelona, not to say they haven't honoured him, but they need to, need to like solidify his honour in the club. And no, I don't think there's no greater way than um, than that by um, retiring his number. Um, again, I don't think, yeah, I don't think no one else should bear that shirt. Yeah. And um, my number, number four, Mm-hmm. Is you? Pro- I think you'll probably disagree with this, but mm-hmm. I'm going Real Madrid number seven. Ooh. You know, I'm just I'm just thinking. First of all, Raúl, mm-hmm. one of the greatest ever players, played over 700 times for the club, mm-hmm. won everything there is to win, mm-hmm. was their record goal scorer. Yeah, and you think it's not going to get better? <laughs> and then Cristiano Ronaldo takes the number. Literally, and then it was literally he becomes... a handover. That's funny. No, he well he remember he he took number nine. He took number nine first because I think yeah. Raul was still, was at, the still club. at the club. Yeah. Yeah. So when Raul left, Ronaldo took number seven, mm-hmm. and then he became their record goal scorer. He became their greatest ever player. Mm. And uh, after that, Mariano freaking Diaz took number seven, but then he was told to vacate it for Eden Hazard, and obviously Eden Hazard won the best players in the world. But I think when you have when you have uh, icons like Raul. And Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. and to do legendary stuff with that kit number, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just my opinion. I think it should be retired. I, I don't see the point in having you know multiple players after who may or may not be a success mm-hmm. um, wear that number. Yeah, I, and I think I think it would just mean more to to retire that number seven. I mean, no one's no one's doing what what they did with that number. Again, yeah, that that that's a that is a, a fair point, man. Um, yeah, that that number seven is is so legendary. Um, yeah, they're literally the two greatest scorers. Um, yeah, so we've gone on to my next one. Ah, this is difficult. Um, I'm gonna go. I actually have more than five written down. Um, you can do an honorable mention. Uh, I kind of want to do it like your style, like the club. So I'm okay, gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, Barcelona number ten now. Obviously, you go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, the first player that comes to mind is obviously Lionel Messi. Um, I think the greatest player to ever play, like, football. I think it's out of him and Pele, personally, but anyway, we're not talking about that right now. Um, what what can you not say about Messi? Like, he just hit 700 career goals. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm just happy I've, I've witnessed... That person play football, man. It's it's ridiculous. Then, the person who before number ten, Lionel Messi was number nineteen, and the person that had that number was Ronaldinho. <sighs> what can I say? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like every little young kid when we were growing up back in early two thousands, wanted to be Dino. You wanted to. You wanted to wear. He made Tiempo's cool, Totinati's cool. Like, bro, like this guy, the, the smiling assassin, an absolute 
baller and because again I feel like he's someone who if he played in this generation would not be appreciated at all then after yeah. that boy this, this list is ridiculous we've got Raquel May another absolute baller Rivaldo Romario Maradona like I'm sorry after Messi nobody absolutely <coughs> nobody should bear that number I'm sorry, like, that Barca number 10 is ridiculous. Yeah, um, that, that, that was my, that was my third one. Okay. I, I literally wrote Barca 10 after mm-hmm. Messi. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's not much to say after, like, like you said, Maradona, mm. Stoichkov, Romario. Stoichkov. Stoichkov. Oi, I forgot Stoichkov, you know. <laughs> like you said, Rivaldo, mm. Ronaldinho, Evan Messi. If there's one number that needs to be retired, it is the Barcelona number do not give it to somebody else after Messi do not 100%. and it's funny how it's the greatest player for your club is that it should be the last one to wear it mm-hmm. I mean it matches perfectly what they're supposed to do it's mm-hmm. perfect the, the timeline is beautiful yeah um, but yeah like, like you already explained it you already explained it before me but yeah that's number three for me good shout um, a great shout yeah um, man ah. Yeah, that, that I'm, I'm just mesmerised of the players that they had. And I even yeah, forgot Stoichkov yeah, yeah. as well. It's crazy. Um, let me think, what other player? I kind of want to go... Hmm. I think I want to go... Real, uh, not Real Madrid. Man United number seven. I feel like... With your, yeah. Beck, your Beckham, your Ronaldo... And ever since then, it's gone downhill. We've seen Valencia wear it. We've seen Alexis Sanchez wear it. We've seen Memphis Depay wear it. We've seen Angle Di Maria wear it. Um, yep. I feel like, yeah, like Beckham and and Ronaldo mainly. That should, it should we've even seen we've even seen Michael Michael Owen wear it. Imagine. Um, and <laughs> yeah. not, not even say that he was bad, but um, your Eric Cantona. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. Eric Cantona, Beckham, um, someone I'm forgetting. Cantona, Beckham, Ronaldo, George uh, Best. George Best. Uh huh. There's someone Bobby else as Charlton. well. Uh huh. That's the five. Um, yeah. Look at look at the names we're talking about, and obviously they didn't retire it after Ronaldo left. But since then, it's literally been a curse. After after Ronaldo's left, nobody does like had that number has been been good and it'd be interesting if they do get Jadon Sancho it looks like that's the only number that squad number that he could really take um who is who is United's number 11 maybe he could take 11 uh I think 11 is vacant right now I think Yanis I was the last one to have it yeah so maybe yeah I'd rather him have the 11 than, than have the 7 because and just they should just leave it from there because like the names I mentioned Valencia Owen Alexis Sanchez Memphis Depay Angle Di Maria man yeah yeah I'm not gonna lie you, you, I was looking forward to this topic but mm-hmm. you, you you said the two that I re- I was really looking forward to before what I said it so yeah. I can't say nothing mm-hmm. I'm actually quite annoyed right now oh, no. I was just praying don't <laughs> say Man United and then you said it, I'm just like what's the point of me saying it but yeah Man United number 7 I had mm-hmm. it first on my list but mm-hmm. I'm moving it to second just because I wanted to talk about it now yeah like you said, I had this conversation with my brother yesterday, and he was a he's a he's a Man United fan, and he was like, mm-hmm. "No, we shouldn't retire it." You know, Jaden Sancho's coming. It's mm-hmm. always great to have you know future you know 
players to want want to come to wear that number seven shirt because it's so special. Mm-hmm. But I completely disagree. I think with the amount of legends, it's level with Barcelona for me. With the amount of legends, um, it's actually kind of more because with, with Barcelona, it's like not Maradona. His greatest stint for Bar- for for in his club career was with Napoli. He wasn't with Barcelona. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, with my United, Bobby Charlton. George Best, mm-hmm. Eric Cantona, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, David Beckham. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's one, I was thinking maybe eleven, but now I was thinking apart from Giggs, I don't really know a, a, like an iconic yeah. player. That's no, I, I don't rate him. But but uh, yeah, <laughs> Ryan Giggs. Yeah, he's another one of those players that's been that um, is getting disrespected on Twitter. Mm. Um, but yeah, like the number seven, the main number seven show is probably the most famous English number like a kid mm-hmm. number in english football that number seven mm-hmm. and yeah like you said the amount of players that's won it afterwards it's just like it just really underwhelms it and um that that number seven i, I know San- sanchez a really really good player mm-hmm. he's probably he will be, he's going to be world class mm-hmm. but um it just doesn't touch the players that's touched the vast uh, warner before yeah again it's it's yeah you're 100 percent right with that um yeah, I'm just ashamed that I said it before. I didn't know it was a number that you had in your mind. Um, I just want to see what your number one is. I swear to God. <laughs> number one, I don't know. What, I don't know thinking. where I'm gonna go with this. Um, you know what? Let Let me be different. I have two in my mind. Yeah, so I'm gonna do one honorable yeah. mention and one say. It. So honorable mention, I was gonna like do like the player, like not not necessarily the number, okay. but the number one for Juventus for January Buffon. Um, okay, that's right, one cool. that I wanted to. I'll give the honorable mention to, um, because again, literally, just literally didn't win the Champions League, and to see him come back now, he's wearing like a dead number. It's weird. Um, yeah, but it's it's good to have him back in the squad now. They have Ronaldo. I kind of thought for him last year. He left last year, and then Ronaldo literally came weeks after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ronaldo literally been the guy that's knocked him out of the Champions League the last couple of years. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd love to see him get a medal, but yeah, just the, the. I I think he it's out of him and Casillas for the greatest keeper in the modern era of recent times. Excluding yeah. excluding Oliver Kahn, that, that's a bit weird. Bit Neuer. Time. Neuer's up there, but... Or is he a little bit below? I think he's a bit below, and it's just the... the, He kind of had a little quiet period. Like, even now, he's still one of the best keepers in the world, but he's not up there. Like, but then again, I I feel like like at his age, Neuer... Buffon is 40-something now. At at Neuer's age, he was still... 41, 42, yeah. Yeah. Neuer, I mean, um, Casillas and Buffon at his age are still the two, two best keepers in the world, if we're being honest. So yeah. for that reason, I I think they they just they just um, Neuer's just below, and even Neuer, some people argue he's not even the best keeper in Bayern history. It's Oliver Kahn. So that's another yeah debate that people have. Um, so yeah, so I want to do that. But my actual number that I'm gonna pick for number one is it's not gonna be your one. I know it's not, but it's number twenty one for AC Milan for PLO. Um, oh, okay. I yeah, I feel that. like just the time that he spent there um, itself. It again, it's just heartbreaking that he ended up leaving leaving to Juventus. But um, yeah, 
Pirlo is such a baller. I feel like he's someone that doesn't get spoken about. And I really don't understand why. Like, like, obviously, I feel like he's in the bracket of Iniesta Xavi. Me personally. I don't know about you. So, um, yeah, so for me, Pirlo, yeah, that 10 years he spent at Milan... I don't want to see. I don't think anyone should to bear should bear that number again. Yeah, I, I wasn't even thinking that, mm. but it's a good call. I wasn't even thinking about Perlo. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, and it kind of it, it kind of goes like Italy. They kind of do that. I mean, mm-hmm. AC Milan. They've retired Paolo Maldini's number number three and mm-hmm. Franco Baresi's number number six. And what a really cool thing is, I just mm-hmm. saw here. It says that. It might be restored for one of uh, for Maldini. It could be restored his number for one of his two sons. Yeah. Should either of them play professionally for the club? Mm-hmm. So that's a, it's kind of like um, um in in the NBA, uh, Larry Nant, Larry Nance Nance, Junior. Yeah. He 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 was given permission to wear the number twenty two for his, his father wore for yeah. for for Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers yeah. So that would be that would be really cool for one of his sons. Mm-hmm. But my number one, thank God you didn't say it, mm-hmm. is. Another Italian, okay. and that is Francesco Totti. Oh, that's in my mind, <laughs> but that's a good shout. I'll, yeah, I'm just like, I think that's one that is probably going to happen. I mean, mm. he's their greatest ever player. He spent, I need to check how long he spent with them. It's got to be over 20 years or just 20 years on the dot. It's got to be um, a long time. What's, what's 8 plus 17? Oh, uh, 20... 2025. It's yeah. taking way too long. Mate, oh mate, mate. We've not done GCSE in what, like five, six years? Wait, give me a break. But, but yeah, he spent 25 years. That's longer than Maldini spent. Uh, Maldini spent 24 years with AC Milan. Bresci mm. spent 19 years with AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Totti spent 25 years. Was he, he's kind of like he was kind of like the the Gerard for Roma. Mm. Within times where he might have had an average team or not that good of a team as his rivals. Mm. He was still on it every single season, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they should do. It. I don't know if they have plans to do it. I mean, he's working within their like the hierarchy now, mm-hmm. you know, director of football, that kind of that kind of role. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, he started his career in nineteen ninety two, like that's, and he only retired like three or four years ago. Yeah, I mean. yeah, it was recent. Yeah, um, but yeah, what a player, by the way. Um, yeah. Um and I was just having this 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 um I was listening to a podcast before this and they mentioned obviously Ju- Juventus has just won the the, the league ninth the ninth time in a row and I I hate that man. Like that league used to be yeah, so nine. Good. That league used to be something else and um ever since that hoo ha happened with uh, Juventus back in the day with in uh, AC Milan or whatever and they since Juventus came back to be a beast, they said, "Yeah, you got to try to do that to us." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they yeah. literally like the league is meaningless now. So, um, but yeah, Totti, man, what a what a guy, and the definition of a one club man, like, mm. um, yeah, yeah, they, I that one, I, I, yeah, it has to be done. Like, I feel like that one, I do like, I'd even sign a petition or whatever for, to get that one done because that's that's got to be done. Yeah, exactly. And um, with the end of that, we've come to also the end of the podcast. And mm-hmm. um, it's been a long one, one hour and 20 minutes, but it's kind of blown by. I can't. I can't yeah, I lie. can't lie. It's gone quick. 
but yeah like we'll we're, we'll be back next week um because mm-hmm. obviously that's we'll, we'll the nba is going to be back by the time we do mm-hmm. episode 18 Cup final. um we didn't we, we didn't speak about wicker till but we can just do that for the next one to be honest yeah I mean, it's going to be who's going to be who's the next um who's main event in the next event is that is that um amanda nunes is one no, what do you mean? She she fought in two in UFC two fifty. Um, not Amanda Nunes. Uh, is that the? I don't think it's call me. Um, nah, that's Neosh, in, that, that's in there's August. One bef- um, yeah, oh, I'm I'm I'm, find, I'm trying to find it right now. It oh, is. There's been so many events. Oh, it's it's the dead one. It's the uh, Derek Bronson oh. versus. Who's he say his again? name. I ain't gonna say. I want to see his name. <laughs> I ain't gonna say Ed, his name. Edmund. Wait, wait, wait. I want to see you say. It. I'm not, I know I'm how to say, it, but I want. No, please, please, please. I'm not even gonna attempt. I'm not gonna attempt that. Do, 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 do for the fans. Do for the fans. Shabazan, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, not bad. Edmund Shabazian. Shabazian. Okay, fair enough. And he's at one of the you know really highly rated you know prospects in Mm. in the UFC. He's unbeaten. I think he's what like twelve or thirteen and all. Eleven and all, yeah. But yeah, Derek Brunson. That's gonna be a mad. uh, It's gonna be the biggest test by far. Brunson. Mm -hmm. I think he's rated like seven or eight in the. In the waterweight division, mm-hmm. is it waterweight? I think he's a waterweight. Yeah, M- middleweight. No, but um, oh wait, yeah, sorry, middleweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's 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 gonna be on. So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff, you know, to end the transfer window as well. Yeah. There might be, who knows? There might be a couple of transfers by the time we do episode eighteen. And but again, thanks for listening, tuning in. Oscar, mm-hmm. you got anything you wanna say? Uh, no, just again, I wanna thank the Hoop Jeans podcast as well for having us on. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, by the time this episode comes out, I hope my club has another trophy. The next episode comes out, cause oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and the league will be back finally, and we'll just be waiting for the Champions League to to get here. Um, so we yeah. still again like as bad as this pandemic has been for us, now we're having extra time for sports, and the off season is going to be yeah. shorter. So you know, we're going to get the content out for you guys. So see you lot next week, man. Speak to I found a dream